Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Traveling Pulpit. I'm Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. You know, Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for your support. Whether this is your first time listening to the Traveling Pulpit or you have been listening since its beginning, your support and your prayers are what keep this podcast going. And I want to thank you so much for it. You know, when I thought that I was being groomed for the building, the Lord had other plans for me. The building is not where I belong. Where I belong is right here on the ground level where I can meet people right where they are, where I can go into the businesses, where I can go out on the street and I can witness to them one on one, not in a crowded room, not in a crowded, crowded uh, uh, building. Why? Because Jesus said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He was not in a building when he said that. He said, my church, the church of Christ looks like you and me. So why will you go to a building that people call a church when you are actually the church? You're doing yourself a disservice. But there are so many people who have in their mind that the building is a church and it's not. When Jesus drove the men out of his father's house, he said, this is a house of prayer and worship. But then Jesus told his disciples that in his father's house are many mansions. So in his father's house is prayer and worship, but also mansions. But he said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He wasn't talking about a building. He was talking about you and me. What he put inside of us will not be overtaken by Satan, by the beast, by the Antichrist, by the whore of Babylon. It will not be overtaken. Why? Because our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And those who do the things of the world do not have their name written in the Lamb's book of life. Either their name is written or their name will be erased. You see, there are things going on in this world right now. That are that are making history and changing history. If you heard me on this podcast before, you've heard me talk about the two elements that Jesus used. He took bread at the communion table and he broke it and he said, this is my body. He took wine and he blessed it and he said, this is my blood. He made a covenant with those men and through those men and through Paul, they have made a covenant with us that we will have a right to the tree of life. Why? Because he said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. It's all possible because of what happened in the garden. You see, back in the garden in Genesis 3 and verse 15, the Lord God told the serpent, Satan, he said, I will put an enmity between you and the woman and between you, between your offspring and her offspring, he shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Why did God say that? Why, why did Yahweh say that? Why did, why did that even become a mention to, to what 
what we're going through now. Simply because when Jesus, when Yeshua came on the scene, he told his disciples, like he's telling us in his word, he said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. John 14, verse 8. Jesus is letting us know that he is the one who came from his father to show us how to have relationship with him so we can get back to the father because the father without this relationship with his son wants nothing to do with us. And that is the truth that a lot of people want, but do not want to hear. But so many people run around believing that God is the only way. That God will save them, that God is their man, that God is dope, that God is their boy, that God is their hangout partner. When the Lord God, Jehovah, Elohim, Yahweh has said he would put an enmity between the woman and the serpent. That was a representation of the Lord God taking his hands off of mankind. I want nothing to do with mankind anymore is that situation right there. And what Jesus is doing, he is now becoming the go-between between us and the father. And in order for us to get to the father, we have to have a relationship with his son. Because down in verse seven, Jesus says these words, if you had known me, you would have known my father also. From now on, you do know him and you have seen him. We see him now through the word. We see him now through our actions. We see him now in the world because the world is going crazy. The world is losing its self-identity. It's becoming something of what the beast, the Antichrist, the false prophet, and the whore of Babylon are what they want it to look like now. Simply put, over in the book of Daniel, let me find it real quick. Daniel 3. Remember, for, for those who, 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 knows, who know about Nebuchadnezzar's dream, and those who don't, let me explain to you real quick. Nebuchadnezzar had a dream. And in his dream, he had an image of gold, a statue who, whose height was, was over nine feet tall, I believe. And, and, and its width was, 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 was about six feet, I believe, if not mistaken. And what he did was he made that dream come true by setting up an image of gold. By doing just that, his dream wasn't of an image of gold. And and his reality, what he made come true, was an image of himself. And what he did was he told all, all of the people in, in the area where Nebuchadnezzar's what? In Babylon, he told the, now this is what he told. He told the satraps, prefects, governors, counselors, treasurers, justices, magistrates, and all of the officials of the province to come to the dedication of his image that he had set up. And then he, he, he made a decree that all will bow 
when the music is played. All about when the music is played. Now, how does that coincide with what we're going through today? Over in Revelation 13 and 13, the beast will do great signs and wonders. And and the people or the beast will have power over the people that he will tell the people to build an image for the beast. And the people will do so because the beast is 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 supposed to have a a wound the bible says that he has recovered from but the beast is to give this individual power to do great things in the presence of mankind so that they will build an image just like nebuchadnezzar built an image and with that being said when when the image is built what what the Bible is talking about in Revelation, as it is directed over in uh, Nebuchadnezzar's day in Daniel, you will have the elected officials. You will have the governors. You will have the Supreme Court justices. You will have the magistrates. They will all bow to this image. Why is this so important? This is so important because I want you to be aware of these things, not woke about these things. I want you to understand that the day is coming when these things will take place. But I also want you to be like these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These three Hebrew boys stood before the king, Nebuchadnezzar, and they swore to him, no matter what we lose in this world, we gain if we are in Christ. They didn't say Christ in Daniel, but they talked about their God in Daniel because it is evident that Nebuchadnezzar did not know their God, just like they do not know our God in this day and time. So therefore, this is why it is important to stay aware, traveling pulpit family, so that you do not find yourself standing or, or, or being uh, challenged by your faith when that day comes. But you will have inside of you the very determination to stand with Christ because he stood for you. When he went up Golgotha's hill, he had you and me in mind when he took that first nail. In fact, one of those nails got my name on it. How about you? One of those whiplashes got, got my actions on it. My sin is on that. One of those, those, those thorns in his head was the very reason why I exist so that I could pay tribute to my Lord and Savior so that I could tell you about what I have done as a sinner so that I could tell you that when Paul had his head chopped off, the help wanted sign said chief sinner apply within and I was first in line and got the job. I don't have a problem telling you this. If I lose everything, and I probably will, I will not stop praising the Lord just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego because here's what they said in Daniel 3 and 18. They said, oh, oh, Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to answer you in this matter because by this point, they were told on. They were snitched on by people who, 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 who went and told the king there were spies. They had spying technology back then. Some are called co-workers today. Some are called best friends today. 
Some are called red light cameras today, cell phones, iPhone, Android. They were told on and they were brought before the king. So the king wanted to know why he wouldn't worship, why, why they would not worship his image. And they told him, they said, we will not serve your God. In fact, as they were about to be put into the blazing furnace, here's what they said in, in verse 17 of chapter three. O King Nebuchadnezzar, we have no need to answer you in this matter. If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of your hand. O King, now listen to this, verse 18, but if not, be it known to you, O King, that we will not serve your gods or worship the golden image that you have set up. You see, this is who the Lord Jesus, Yeshua, is looking for. He wants to have a relationship with people like this, because that day is coming when we will have to have an account, not before God, but before man. Whether we will take into our bodies this, this, this poison, this, this, this synthetic, something that we were not made for. Our bodies were not made for, for synthetics. Our bodies was made from the best stuff on earth. We are natural creations from the earth. And they want to put synthetics in people now to make them do whatever they want them to do. No, no synthetic is going in me. And I pray no synthetic will go into you either. No matter what, I stand 100% for our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yeshua, and I pray that you will also, because the day and the time is approaching when our witness will be called into question. And that is when we will have to make a decision. Do we serve Christ or do we serve the world? And it is because of that, that, uh, that, that statement of faith that King Nebuchadnezzar threw these men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego into the burning flame, flame, into the burning furnace. Now, Christ is not ever mentioned by name in the Testament known as the Old Testament. But what happened in the book of Daniel shows a direct correlation to who we are in relationship with now. Down in verse 34, the men, the three men are already in the fire. And one of the, the, the tattletales goes to King Nebuchadnezzar and, and he tells Nebuchadnezzar that were there not three men that we put into the, burn, the burning fire? Or I believe that was Nebuchadnezzar. I'm sorry, Nebuchadnezzar told one of the snitches were it not three that they put into the burning fire. Let me read it for you in, in its entirety. 24 of verse, verse three in the book of Daniel. Then King Nebuchadnezzar were astonished and rose up in haste. He declared to his counselors, did we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to the king, true old king. He answered and said, but I see four men unbound walking in the midst of the fire and they are not hurt. And the appearance of the fourth is like a son of the gods. 
I'm telling you, Traveling Pulpit family, that when you stand for Christ, he will stand with you. You will not face this tribulation alone. He will be with you. But if you do not, if you do not do that, here is what will happen to you. Revelation 13 and 15. The image of the beast will be given the power to speak. The image itself, the Bible says that will be given the power to speak and might cause those who would not worship, who, 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 would, who would trick those into worshiping, worshiping the beast. But those who do not will be caused, will be called for to be slain, meaning that they will decapitate you. They, they, they'll do away with you. But the price of being with Christ forever is so worth the price of not being with him forever. Because traveling pulpit family, hell is real. The eternal fire is hot. There is no air conditioning. There is not enough clothing that you can take off. You will burn in your skin for all eternity. It is so real. And all I'm doing is trying to just send out the awareness signal for those who will receive this message. Awareness has been given. An opportunity has been given. And you have that opportunity now. Will you serve the Lord with the breath that you have in your body right now? Will you commit not, not just becoming a Christian. It's more than that. You become a follower. You become a part of him. You become, you, you, you become, a, a, a you, you come into relationship with him. Yes, we are Christian. Christian means little Christ. We become little Christ, but it's much more than that. He said, I am the truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. He said that. Yes, he chased men out of his father's house because his father's house is a place of worship. But in his father's house, there are many mansions. This is not a play on words, family. This is an opportunity for you to go into the word in the book of John and see it for yourself. I say these things so that you can see these things for yourself so that you can build that relationship with him through your own admission, not mine. I have my relationship with him and I want you to have your relationship with him, not because I said so, but because he is so. He is the alpha and omega. He is the beginning and the end. And yes, there will be an ending. Yes, there will. But what side of that ending will you be on? Will you be at the tail end of the end or will you be at the beginning of the new beginning? Traveling Pulpit family, I want to thank you for the opportunity to come and share this word with you. It is a joy. It is a pleasure. It is a responsibility to serve God in this manner to be able to 
come and just share with you what's on my heart. When I thought I was being prepared for the building, for the platform, that's all I wanted to do. But then I realized that the building and the platform are now corrupt. If they weren't corrupt, then why are they not closed? Why, why are they not open? Why are they closed? Because I believe the Lord God closed them. So the real church can wake up. So the real church can get up. So the real church can take its place in this world. As our Lord and Savior said, upon this rock, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. He didn't say infiltrate. He did not say that it would not come against us. He said it would not prevail against us. So we must take what he has given us to heart. We must take what he said at face value. And we, as the church, must now come together so that we can show the world who we align ourselves with. You don't go to church. You are the church. It's time to wake up the church so that the church can now wake up the rest of the world. Because there are so many people who are on the fence. There are so many people who are deciding which way to go. And if we miss this opportunity, we will miss a lot of folk. We will miss a lot of folk. We will miss a lot of opportunity. So let's not miss that opportunity. Let's take that opportunity now, starting today. Will you accept Christ as your Lord and your Savior? If I go to Romans 10, 9, it's as easy as saying these words as soon as I find it. Romans 10, 9. If you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. He doesn't want you to be perfect because he will make the change in you. He doesn't want you to be sinless because then you'll be lying to yourself. He wants you at face value, as dirty and sinful and as filled with as many lies and corruptions as, as, as you can. Because when he makes that change in you, that testimony is so much more greater, which is why Paul's testimony is so great. Well, Traveling Pulpit family, I have said enough. I'm going to get out of here. I want to thank you once again for allowing me to just come and share this word with you. I love you so much, Traveling Pulpit family. Thank you for your support. Thank you for, for allowing me to meet people where they are. Thank you so much for, for a brother who's a business owner right here in Middle Tennessee. His name is Spencer Middlebrook. I'm shouting you out, brother. I love you so much. You and your staff at Gordon's. I love you guys so much. If you are in Tennessee and you know about Gordon's and the work that they're doing uh, with with um, with the food, uh, chicken and fish and shrimp with, you know, whatever you like, they will prepare it for you. They are in Smyrna, Tennessee, and I want to thank you for just taking that opportunity to meet with me today, Spencer, uh, spending time with you. Uh, you know, it, it's busy. Yes, it, you know, the, the work of a business owner is, is never over. But the time that I spent with you today, I hold that true and dear to my heart to to the brothers that that were there that waited on me. I love you so much. It goes without saying these words are not wasted. Traveling pulpit family, I love you. 
and I love the work that we are doing. I love the progress that we are making, and I love where the Lord is taking us. He's taking us to the place that he is preparing for us, and I believe that with all my heart. So with that being said, I'm Vernon Sheridan. This is the Traveling Pulpit. I'm the man with the unscripted voice. Check me out all social media platforms. Now also on TikTok at TPM116. I'm also Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, um, Snapchat, you name it. We're there. We're on every available platform for podcasting known to man. Also your internet search engines. You can find us there, Traveling Pulpit Ministries at gmail.com. Also travelingpulpitministries.com. And I think that's it for today. I will look forward to speaking with you again real soon if the Lord allows. Thank you and God bless.